It's DTS 209, and we're recapping a massive TenoCon 2018, plus a little bit of info on Moments of Triumph for Destiny 2. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What is good, everybody, and welcome to the DTS Podcast. My name is BBK Dragoon. I am joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy. What is happening, my man? What a Tenocon-filled week it was. Yes, indeed. And I was pleasantly surprised with pretty much everything I saw from the, from that Tenocon stream. <laughs> I was surprised with, like, almost everything that I saw outside of the Fortuna stuff. I had no idea Railjack was in the works. Did you? I I didn't. No. They <laughs> managed to keep that one under wraps pretty well, and then Nintendo Switch stuff, and speaking of things I didn't expect, but you've been memeing about for weeks, is freaking Moments of Triumph, which actually is gonna, <laughs> looks like, be a thing? Yeah, they're there. Yep, so they're teasing Destiny 2, Moments of Triumph, we'll talk about that in today's show. Guardian Con is going on right now, it's going to continue until July 13th and 14th, where at the Tampa Bay Convention Center, you're gonna have the actual physical Guardian Con, and right now, the... What are they up to, like 1.5 million or something, I think I saw? Yeah, they have a goal this year of raising $2 million for St. Jude's, and they're currently at, at Monday night, $1.5 million raised. That is incredible. I I think it's totally going to hit. If they're already at $1.5 million here as we record Monday night, that's just incredible. And Yeah, I remember really- last year, I was watching at work, and uh, Broman, I think, was the last one last year to stream right before the event. And he was like not even playing the game, just a hype man for probably four hours straight. And he raised so much money in his final stretch. It was it was ridiculous. I heard the DCP stream was crazy and that there are some permanent consequences for the amount of money Uh-oh. that was raised during that time frame. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you guys want to help support an awesome cause, a really cool event, Guardian Con is going on right now. Best way you can support, watch on Twitch, donate over to St. Jude. Or if you're in and around the Tampa Bay area, go to GuardianCon, July 13th and 14th. Their website is guardiancon.co. Make sure that you get tickets beforehand. I do not know if it is sold out at this point. So all of that said, Diddy, I want to talk about Tenocon 2018. Why don't we just hop right in? Let's go. So, Diddy, we have been talking about Warframe on and off in the show for the last maybe six to eight months since you and I basically started playing late last summer. And you and I have fallen in love with the game. We've talked about it here a handful of times. Around this time last year, they were announcing the Plains of Eidolon, the big free open world update. And this year, Tenocon dropped huge bombs. Not one expansion, but two free expansions that are coming down the road for Warframe. But first... Did you think Warframe was coming to the Switch? Nope. <laughs> I didn't either. And <laughs> I'm I'm wondering, you guys likely have a Switch in your future. I know that. And I have a right. Switch here. I don't think the accounts share progress just like the way it is now where the console version is a separate version of the PC version. PC is always like five or six weeks ahead patch cycle wise than the other consoles. I still think I'm going to start a new account and play on the Switch because playing Warframe in bed just sounds way too good, right? That would be so fun. I mean, is it still going to be free? I would think so, right? Of course. 
Yeah, yeah free on all course. platforms. No consequence it, to try it out. Do it, I mean, listeners. I guess the price point is however much a Switch is these days <laughs> because yeah. I don't have one. But mm-hmm. if, I mean, if you already have a Switch, I think this is an excellent addition to the console. Yeah. At this point, it seems like everything's got to be on the Switch. It was pretty cool to see. If you guys don't know, TennoCon is the yearly celebration for the Warframe community. It's put on by the developers Digital Extremes, takes place in Canada, and it is sort of the giant conference moment where they reveal all the big goodies. But on top of that, every single month, the Warframe developers do a dev stream on top of you know community highlight streams. DE cares about the community an insane amount, but TennoCon is like the Mount Everest every single year of announcements. So why don't we talk about Fortuna first. This is the open world Venus expansion that we have known was in the works for a while. And we now have found out that Fortuna is coming this autumn. So similar time frame to the Plains of Eidolon, I would imagine on PC, late September, early October, and then for console, late October. What do you think about that, Ian? And what are some of the things that we're going to be seeing when Fortuna drops? I mean, I think the timeline is accurate if we're following Planes of Eidolon launch around that time. Um, but with Fortuna, we're going to be seeing new faction, the Solaris United, cyborgs from the Fortuna intermittent colony. Internment. And, uh, do what? Internment. Not oh. intermittent. It's internment camp. So. You know, I can't read very well today. so I'm helping you out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, I was so excited about this reveal that I went out and bought a lot of new PC upgrade parts. (laughs) Was that the catalyst for you getting your new PC part picker list together? No, it wasn't. It's just a just a side note. I mean, the 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 kicker was only three of my USB ports work right now. Yes. And I thought, well, if I need to replace the motherboard, I just might as well replace pretty much anything, everything. So are you uh, sticking with the same case? No, this case is so loud. I'm surprised you can't hear it right now, but it's I'm going, um, we're just going to tangent right here. Uh, I'm going mini ITX on the build, oh uh, mini gosh, ITX case. I've got a mini <laughs> ITX motherboard. I'm going to do a, an i7-8700 CPU. Not the K because I don't overclock ever. Uh, I'm reusing my graphics card because it's a 970. Uh, I got a new power supply. I got new RAM. And uh, I'm putting a Noctua t- a D15 in there as well. So yes, that that CPU cooler as monstrous as it is, is going to fit in my mini ITX case and build. So that's going to be really exciting. I don't I don't understand that. How is that going to fit? <laughs> I have an enormous case and it barely fits width-wise in the uh, Fractal Design R5 or the, what is it, Define or Refine R5, whatever. The case I got is Fractal Design. So is it really? It, the kicker is the motherboard lays flat on the ground instead of on one of the side panels. So it, it uses the height of the case. Okay. So it's, uh, Just yeah. know those fans stick out a little bit further than the actual heat sink. But we're talking about the heat sink on the CPU and this thing, the Noctua DH15, it's freaking huge. It's so sweet. You should look <laughs> at it. It's my favorite freaking non-water-cooled cooler ever. It is a monster. So, well, cool. I'm excited. You should share on Twitter and on our Discord, discord.me slash show pictures of the build as we get through the progress. I will, absolutely. Okay, so back to Warframe, the new Fortuna hub. Fortuna is is the open world expansion on Venus. The new hub is heavily inspired by Blade Runner. So if you look at the colors, you've got those nice. pastel-y purples and pinks, that 80s vibe, kind of getting that cyberpunk 2077 feel on. And it comes with a brand new set of story elements. 
You can now have MOAs as pets, which is pretty stinking cool. And Diddy, we're going back to the future. There are Fortuna K-Drive hoverboards, a brand new vehicle <laughs> that allows you to get around the open world. What did you think about this 88 miles per hour back to the future reveal? I Hoverboards are just so cool. I mean, I know it's just a vehicle to get you through the environment, just like the Sparrow is in Destiny. Uh, but this is this is just so crazy. I love it. You're going to get to fashion frame your hoverboards. Don't worry. There's going to be all sorts of skins for these guys. Uh, and essentially the idea was they brought Arcwing towards Plains of Eidolon and that feedback was, yeah, it's cool that I can fly through this area, but then it sort of defeats the purpose of an open world zone, right? I'm just going to fly above it. The hoverboard is kind of the middle ground where you can still traverse quickly, but the hoverboard mm -hmm. makes you sort of feel the terrain and the topography, right? I think that makes a lot of sense. Can you still use the Arcwing in in the open world or is it I only the hoverboard i don't think they're going to let you use arcwing in fortuna i think it's just going to mm. be the k drive hoverboard that's kind of the okay. solution i think to the the problem direct response to community feedback uh you're not going to be able to fire your weapons from the hoverboard it's being considered uh there will be some melee attacks that incorporate the new vehicle you can do tricks uh and they are wanting to do races down the road so hoverboard nice. frame racing that's going to be pretty sweet what is uh, that um, snowboarding game series that died off? SSX. SSX. So is yeah. this the SSX replacement we've all been waiting for? <laughs> I don't think so, but you certainly <laughs> can get real deep in your uh, hoverboard fashion frame, that's for sure. Nice. In terms of story, I'm going to quote here from an article. It'll be on our website, destinytheshow.com. There are two factions in Fortuna, the Corpus, who are the big bad meanies running things, and Solaris United a rebel faction working to liberate the people of Fortuna from corpus debt slavery. The leader of the corpus colony is Nef Anyo, who you may remember from previous quests, while Yudiko heads up the Solaris United. So why are the two groups at odds? The people of Fortuna, the Solaris, are laborers who have been enslaved by the corpus through mounting debts. They work tirelessly to keep, refine, and purify the coolant that keeps Venus habitable, while the corpus profit from their labor. The Solaris United want to take back the planet and ensure nobody else succumbs to debt slavery. Your role in all this, naturally, is to use the power of the Tenno to aid the Solaris people. If you guys haven't played Warframe, the Corpus is already an enemy faction in the game that you're very familiar with fighting. And overall, I think I think it's a nice setup plot for what you're going to be doing on the planet. But Diddy, it's not just all like normal hunt, hunt, shoot, shoot stuff you're going to be tranquilizing enemies as sort of this cool little mini game thing. They, they showed off like, it looked like mini Monster Hunter, essentially. Yeah, I was about to say, this sounds like Monster Hunter. Totally. <laughs> so you go out in the open world, you track animals, you follow the tracks, you get close, and then you have to basically mimic the mating call of the animal, which is like a little mouse mini game where you draw on the screen. Mm -hmm. And then they come out, you tranquilize the animal, and you bring them back to save them. From the corpus so instead of monster nice. hunter it's monster tranquilizer <laughs> monster saver <laughs> yeah well, uh, so does this replace fishing from planet no of there's still fishing i think on nice. venus nice <laughs> great question <laughs> hey you know it's important questions got to know these facts there are giant mechanical spiders so if you guys play nope. planes of eidolon you'll know the eidolons are these stupidly tall giant bosses like shadow of the colossus size boss things and on Venus, the version of the Eidolons are giant mechanical spiders. So if you kill too many of their friends, they're just going to show up and you got to do a big boss fight with a spider. I don't like spiders, Diddy. What about you? Uh, I mean, as long as I have a weapon, I'm fine. Okay. 
deal. Uh, and then scattered throughout the Fortuna uh, or the open world space in Fortuna, it's called the Orb Ballas, are strongholds. These are corpus bases that you can liberate by basically killing any corpus in the area. If you do that, the stronghold is yours. An NPC will show up right then and there and give you the reward instead of you having to backtrack to the hub world. Planes of Eidolon was like cool, but I think any experienced Warframe players will tell you there were a lot of mistakes, and it sounds like they're taking those mistakes head on in Fortuna, right? Yeah, yeah. Glad to hear that. I mean, even the, the hoverboard thing, right? They they reacted to the community feedback, said, okay, instead of sucking it up, let's make a solution. And they did, and it's a cool one too. It's not just like fast travel or something. It's, yeah, flip out your hoverboard, which is, by the way, customizable. So that's mm -hmm. pretty neat. That was actually the shortest part of the entire reveal. <laughs> was Fortuna. <laughs> the lengthy part was Railjack. This is the yes. second expansion. Um, Fortuna, you're getting this autumn. It's totally free, just like Warframe is. But Railjack is what stole the show. And for fans of the game, this is like a cherry on top of the cake. So 10 days before TennoCon, the DE team was actually thinking of not showing off Railjack at TennoCon because it just was... They were really worried about pulling the demo off. They were really concerned if they could get things together. And apparently it sounds like they worked around the clock to get this whole demo going. Well, there's an 11-minute gameplay live demonstration played by like the community managers from Digital Extremes. I think it's very much worthwhile for you guys to go and watch. If you haven't seen it, you could probably put the show on pause. Just Google Railjack Reveal. And it's pretty stinking sweet did you want to walk the listener through kind of what that 11 minutes was and what we were looking at well first off first and foremost it felt old school star wars battlefront 2 vibes the space battles right so you and your team your crew go up into this ship i forget what it's called uh and you go into space and fight the this ship that has a bad enemy on it. I'm going to forget the name already. And you fly the ship through space while attacking other ships in space that are attacking you. And then your crew, you pull your ship up right next to the enemy ship. And then your crew can board the enemy ship, mark a certain critical point, and then you fire a huge cannon at it and you win. And it's it's so great. You just have to go watch it right now. Yeah, what I think hit me the most is this is the seamless integration of like all the different systems within Warframe. So you have a big ship that multiple other Warframe users can be on. You literally are out in the open world in Fortuna. That's how the demo starts. And you and your buddies hop on your ship. Like literally you guys get on your ship and you're walking around this shared space ship. You go to the pilot seat and you fly the ship into space. Not a loading screen, nothing like that. It literally flies over the Fortuna open world, up into the clouds, and then you're in space flying the ship. This whole time, Diddy, your teammates can walk around the ship, okay? While they're going through the different compartments and stuff like that, you're just flying the ship, doing your thing. Like you said, you get up into space, you get into some dogfights, there's tons of little shots being fired. It's like that scene from A New Hope. And your teammates run, hop on the guns, and start firing them. 
Well, enemies can actually land and invade your ship, so you have to hop off the guns, and then it's the typical Warframe ground combat you're used to. Then, teammates can actually hop out of the ship into space, immediately transitioning to the Arcwing stuff, which is the space combat of Warframe if you haven't played it. All, like, no loading screen stuff, flying through space over to the enemy ship, board the enemy ship back to the Warframe ground combat everybody's used to, Mark the target, like you said, you hop in, you fire the giant laser gun, the Arcwing player comes back. It's the vision and dream I think they've always had for Warframe, where they take the ground combat, the space combat, they add in this shared space ship thing where you have a crew, you've got battle stations, you're able to adjust power and mods and all sorts of stuff from your engine to the weapon system in this ridiculously cool looking new sector of the game that I don't think anybody predicted was coming, right? Yeah. Overall, I'm very hyped for this. I don't know how far away it is. I would think Railjack is probably next spring. What about you? Yeah, because we've got Fortuna coming later this year. It would kind of make sense for them to, you know, this was, like you said, they almost scrapped it 10 days before and they worked super hard just to get this playable demo this was not pre-recorded they played it on the floor or uh, on the panel on the stage and it gives people gives players time to actually get used to fortuna and then a few months later very similar to like a destiny style cycle uh three months later six months later whatever drop two updates a year two dlcs a year for warframe i think that makes a lot of sense i just i guess it's not dlc it's just a patch because it's a free update to the game because this game is free and it's amazing and i can't believe it's free no, it's it's just it's crazy to me at this point. Props to them for not doing a recorded session. I mean, this yeah. is just mm -hmm. like how they do the dev streams where the whole thing was twelve minutes long. It yep. wasn't a one minute or thirty second teaser trailer. It was gameplay, eleven twelve minutes long. That is ridiculous. I just can't believe tech wise they were able to put put it together where you're flying above the open world. It just looked like a coherent experience, right? Yep. Mm hmm. So, if anybody is uh, curious, there are some more things that happened at Tenocon 2018. We got to see two new Warframes. The Revenant one, which has been shown on the dev stream prior to mm -hmm. this Tenocon. And the new Garuda frame, which is like this crazy giant Wolverine elbow gore woman frame thing that looks ridiculously cool. And they announced a bunch of other small things there. Uh, if you played Warframe in the last week and you have a linked account with Twitch, you're going to get Ash Prime. If you didn't play in the last week or you played and you didn't have your Twitch account linked, I don't think that's going to apply to you. But there were so many people watching. I think they said like half a million people watching or something like that. Yeah, like 400,000 is yeah. the number I saw. Nice. They did not. Their servers couldn't keep up. And so if you were hoping for your Ash <laughs> Prime drop, what they're just going to do is say like, hey, if you played in the last week, we're going we're gonna to give it to you guys. We've never seen it. I think I read it was a 14-fold viewership increase wow. this Tenocon compared to last year. Maybe it's 13, but all I know is if you're listening to this and you've never played Warframe and you're curious about getting involved with the game, I think both Diddy and I could very confidently encourage you, go download it. It's free on all platforms, soon to be like literally all, all platforms with the Switch version, and uh, just enjoy this game. It is a very, very good game. It definitely requires watching some guides to get yourself off on the right foot, but so often did in my videos, I see people saying, hey, I'm too late to the party. I don't want to get into Warframe. I'm going to be too far behind. And I just want to like slam my fist on the desk and be like, dude, <laughs> there has never been a better time to start this game. You are not too far behind. 
and yeah. this community is awesome. So yeah, the amount of content that's out there to help you get started, to help you understand those uh, mechanics or those items in the game, it, it's it's ridiculous. Plus, like you said, this community is so great. There's text chat on all platforms. If you say, hey, I need help with this, someone will help you. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like usually if you type in chat with League of Legends or Overwatch, they say STFU and they troll the whole game. But no, Warframe, they care. They want to help you. They're there to help you. Yep. And that's Tenocon 2018. I'm super excited and I'm just excited to continue playing some more Warframe. So if you guys are I mean, in that lull right now where you're waiting between now and Forsaken, perfect time. Hop in yeah, there. Give it a shot. Exactly. Perfect time right now to get to get into it. I mean, I personally I only have seventy two hour only seventy two hours in Warframe. I still consider myself a beginner and I'm still learning a lot of things, but I absolutely love the game. Yeah, I'm coming up now on my year mark of playing the game and Nice. It's super cool. It's not without its flaws. I mean all of these things that we see at Tenocon, they're super cool, but we sort of deep down know, okay, that'll be very fun, but it'll have some weird jank to it, blah, 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 blah. It's ultimately a game I've fallen in love with for more than just, it, it's more than the sum of its parts. Does that make sense? It's something yeah. that, it's DE, the heart for the community, the community, and just how the game changes so rapidly that I think creates this thing that, it's worth being a part of. I think this is going to be Warframe's biggest year ever. So Yeah, and it, the game's backed by one of the most passionate developers out there right now. Deal. All and right. It's free. It's free. Forget it. Boom. No consequence. All right, let's talk about the Bungie teasing on Bungie Day, the Destiny 2 moments of Triumph stuff. Um, you actually sent this over to me, and I was sort of surprised because I've been telling you <laughs> it's not happening, but apparently this is what the summer event is pretty much going to be, and you can already start tracking your progress a little bit on their website, right? Yep, absolutely. There's uh, 400 things uh, for you to do. Uh, and well, 400 points. Yes, 400 yeah. points for you to acquire. So there's not 400 activities, but yeah. um, very similar to uh, Destiny 1, Age of Triumph, the, the record book, the, the moments of triumph. Uh, you'll be able to track your progress on Bungie.net and uh, the rewards are going to be redeemable in-game uh, July 31st, of course. And some of those rewards are uh, exclusive ghost shell, uh, exclusive sparrow, uh, exclusive emblem, as well as uh, moments of triumph t-shirt. So just like they did previously, if you accumulate enough moments of triumph, you'll be able or you'll, you'll be eligible to uh, purchase this uh, very customizable moments of triumph shirt from the Bungie store. Yes. And uh, that Solstice of Heroes event is also the only place where people are going to be able to get that 400 power armor before uh, Forsaken comes out, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that also, Solstice of Heroes starts July 31st as well. Yeah. So we're not very far away, which is kind of, it's really freaking me out how fast summer is skirting by us right now. I'm not excited about it whatsoever. Summer's my favorite time of the year, and I just don't like that we're coming into... We're going to blink. It's going to be August before you know it, and then we'll be playing <laughs> Forsaken in September. Right. Uh, and, you know, just as an example, some of these moments of triumph you might have already acquired. Uh, for example, like defeat 100 opponents in the Crucible or complete Tier 7 in Escalation Protocol or defeat Kallus in the Leviathan Raid, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, right now I think I have almost all the stuff 
done that I think I can have done, except for a handful of things, just because we've both... <laughs> you and I have a fragmented Destiny experience where we put like 100 <laughs> hours on the console and then the PC version came out and we were a little bit more uh, fatigued. So, yeah. PC and just a side note, this event ends October 1st, so a little bit after Forsaken comes out. Is it really? Almost said Fortuna. That's weird. <laughs> I guess it... No, I'm not going to speculate. Whatever. Cool. All right. Well, then, Diddy. I think that's DTS 209. Tenocon hype, feeling strong. Moments of triumph happening. And probably only a few weeks away from getting some more information about what Solstice of Heroes is and all that jazz. So, closing thoughts? Warframe. Do it right now. Do it. Make sure you do it. Where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y DTS, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. All the links from today and more will be on our website, DestinyTheShow.com. You can follow us on Twitter at DestinyTheShow. You can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at PBKDragoon. And also on Instagram if you like mountain biking photos. Thanks for watching, everybody. Hope you have a great rest of your day. And join the conversation on Discord.me slash DestinyTheShow. Have a good rest of the week. We'll talk to you next time.